Hello, everyone. You're listening to Turning the Page Podcast with Jer and Jell. We will be sharing stories from our life experiences in hopes of providing you with entertainment, encouragement, inspiration, and invoking thoughts on topics we all think about with transparency and rawness. So turn your volume up and let's get started. Well, welcome everybody back to episode number nine. We are almost at 10 episodes, babe. No, I can't believe it. Wow, that's... It's going by really fast. Ten, over 10 hours of talking to you. We talk way more than that per hour, but yes, this has been a treat. Yeah, it's been fun. So episode nine, we are going to talk about why you won't date me. Reasons why people don't date other people. Mm. This could get us in the weeds, you know that? <laughs> I don't know. I guess we'll see what comes out of it. <laughs> uh, it's going to be interesting. I mean, I think it's important to talk about that because some people don't know why people don't want to date them. Yeah. I don't know. Well, you and I kind of experienced that in the beginning. Yes. A little bit. So thinking um, back. Prior, prior to our relationships, I can kind of think back to... I don't know. I don't know if I've ever. I didn't. I hadn't really dated like a lot of people during the times that I wasn't like with someone. So I don't know. Hmm. But I think I. I I'll think of something. I've, there's something that got to come up on that. Okay. All right. Well, thinking back before I was your wife, before I was your girlfriend. Mm-hmm. Do you think I was dateable? Do I think you were dateable? Yes. But before you and I started dating, I couldn't get past <laughs> the fact <laughs> that you were married to Chris. Yeah. Because that was just like stuck in my mind. That was like, no, that's Chris's wife. <laughs> right. And for those of you who don't know, Chris is one of... Jer's good friends, um, my late husband late who husband. passed away in 2020. So after that's he after he passed, you were like, "Uh, no, that's Chris's wife." <laughs> For a while, I think. Yeah, yeah. I think it was just a mindset because that's that's how I saw you, and that's how I knew you, and that's how I related to you. I guess in that sense. Yeah. And I think I a lot of it, too, was I was worried about what a lot of other people thought. Right. That was a big thing. I know. I was I was worried that a lot of people wouldn't accept it. I was worried that people that were close to us were going to be either hurt or, like, kind of reject the thought of it. Mm-hmm. And what got me to get over it is spending time with you like you and I were spending time together even sometimes we weren't even meaning to spend time together but yeah. we were like end up at the same place and at the same time we would so be weird. hanging out and we'd talk and we'd we'd get to know each other a little mm-hmm. bit better but we started going like on we'd take the dogs out to go on walks or take them to the river or just do different things mm-hmm. and then I started to share things that I was going through but you also shared stuff with me and you know, as I got to know you more, mm-hmm. I was like, hmm. We were on a friendship level. Hmm. This girl's got some things going and on. And then it was like, oh, we're kind of compatible. We have similarities. We like the same things. Yeah. Yeah. Liked a lot of the same things. Kind of had the same, not personality, I guess, in a sense. In some ways, yes. In some ways, not. But mm-hmm. as far as, like, being upbeat and enjoying, like, I don't know. I guess we're both like the life of the party sometimes. Hey, <laughs> I think crazy. you're a little bit more over the no. top than I am. Oh, no, you, uh, you are no, over sir. the top. Yeah. No. Yes. No. By far. If you and I were put in the same room with the same crowd, big old party, <clears throat> you would by far be over the top. Mm. Yes. Hmm. If you notice when we hang out with our friends or group, groups of people, who's the loudest? You. No. <laughs> no. 
You are, and I let you be because I don't need to be. I'm not kidding. Like, uh, perfect example. Let, oh let, my god. Let, let me just say, remember we went to the Valentine's Day dam- dinner and dance at church. Mm-hmm. I didn't need to do nothing there. I wasn't even I know, feeling good that night. I know exactly. So imagine if you were like at the top of your health, like if you were feeling healthy. So first of all, remember we got pulled to kind of be for a couple minutes the MCs, MCs yeah. for for like a portion mm-hmm. of the night, right? Who takes the mic? You take the mic. Well, Who they does gave the it talking? to me. You do the, who's the loudest? <laughs> You're the loudest. I'm just standing there next to you looking pretty. Like, no, I'm serious. And that's totally fine. I don't I don't mind that. But when you say I'm over the top, oh no, honey. <laughs> It's all you. Okay? Wow. I only step into that role when you're not feeling it. Hmm. No? No? Okay, we're going to have to ask our friends on that one. I guess haven't seen that. You're going to start noticing. <laughs> but yeah, I guess so. So you did see me dateable mm-hmm. after you got yeah, I mean, act. Yeah, I mean, I I so before before like we ever got to that point to where we were like seeing each other in that way. Mm-hmm. I mean, I never I never saw you like that before. Of course, right. I I never even had that thought. I mean, Me there neither. was things that were just like, hmm. But once once we had talked about it, and we started sharing more like sharing more experiences and time with each other and stuff, then. I truly saw who you were and how you were. And, you know, one of the biggest things that I've, I've always told you is that your confidence has always hmm. been an attraction to me. You yeah. know, looking past your eyes, looking past your beauty, looking past <laughs> everything else, you know, yeah. your confidence has always been like, man, I, I love that. And in the past, like when, when you ask, this question like why wouldn't i date you or why wouldn't i date someone if they didn't have confidence in themselves i i've dated people like that before that had that no had no confidence in themselves self esteem and oh my gosh it always came up it, it and that's where like that jealousy thing always came in mm-hmm. if i was talking to another woman or something and i was just being nice to that person that per the person that i was dating that didn't have confidence in themselves and who they were they would automatically feel like I was flirting or I was mm-hmm. being I was being overly, yeah. you know, oh why, why we, the, oh really? You just talked to her like that? Oh, you touched her arm or you did this? <laughs> and I'm like and I wouldn't even yeah. know notice because I am like I'm the I'm the type of person that I see someone, I hug friendly. them, I'm yeah. I'm not touchy feel I I've been told I'm touchy feely by by people I've been with before and not now I'm like all self-confident I guess or self-conscious, self-conscious about it or self-confident I'm so I'm <laughs> self-confident hey girl we know what you, you got are. under hey! that <laughs> but um I'm I'm I was self I'm still I guess self-conscious in that way and and sometimes when I catch mm. when I catch it or something but most of the time I mean I treat people the way I want to be treated mm-hmm. I I like people to be kind to me and I feel like I'm open to, yeah. to others, and I I don't feel... Well, I, 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 I think that's very... I know when I'm flirting. If I'm going to flirt with someone, I mean, I'm, it's going to be yeah obvious, I think. I mean, but well, and I think I that's important is to have confidence. Like, I, I wouldn't date somebody that didn't have confidence in themselves either. No, it makes a big difference. It does make a big difference in your relationship. When, when you're with somebody who is confident, who knows himself, who knows their worth... Uh, who values themselves, you know, mm. takes care of themselves, not just on mm. the outside, but on the inside and spiritually That's as well. It just makes a relationship a whole lot better when you're with someone who sees themselves as whole. Yeah. You know, I don't know. So I've I, got two questions for you then. Okay. Okay. I'm. Now I'm nervous. <laughs> so do you want me to ask the personal question towards you first or towards someone else? Whatever you want, baby. What, when, when did you, have you always been confident in yourself and how you carried yourself or did it take time to where 
you you had to go through some stuff and then you found like oh why am i doing this or i you weren't have you ever not been confident i guess um gosh so no i have not always been confident i i think in the past i would hide it well where i would act like i'm confident but then deep down i'd be dying and overthinking and thinking oh my gosh i should have worn this why didn't i wear this and oh my gosh my hair and oh my gosh i don't like this and mostly it in my 20s and in like teenage that you years, didn't have confidence yeah like adolescent for sure who do, who teenage yeah, yeah. you know but in my 20s um especially when i was a little overweight after i had my son cuz i was overweight after that definitely had no no confidence. I was like, dang, all I got is pretty eyes right now. (laughs) That's how I felt. Like if you saw me postpartum and I know like a lot of women postpartum, they all have different bodies, but even like a year to two years after postpartum, I was still like pretty heavy. Like right now I'm at the heaviest I have ever been, but I feel confident in my skin and I love who I am. I love the woman I've, beca- I've become mm-hmm. so far, and I I love my body. Do I wish I weighed a little bit less? Of course, what woman doesn't? But that doesn't stop me from wearing clothes I want to wear. Yeah. You know, when I hit 31, I bought this black dress that showed, you know, my middle, and I would have never worn something like that in my 20s, and I weighed less, Yeah. you know? But I think it's just how you carry yourself, how you walk, that... That says a lot. And so, yeah, my 20s, I wasn't that confident. In fact, uh, when I was single after my divorce, I, when I would walk, I'd walk like looking at the floor. Hmm. And that you can tell when a woman isn't as confident because when she walks, she won't walk straight on looking directly in front of her. She won't look at you in the eyes. She will look look away or look look down because she's not confident Hmm. and so i would do that a lot but now i'm gonna walk straight i'm gonna look at you in the eyes like that's just how i am now and i think it might be an age thing it might be an experience thing it might be a little bit of both um you know i i had mentioned i think in a previous podcast that had gone to a party that someone told me oh you have a pretty face Mm -hmm. did i mention that yeah yeah you told me and so that comment stuck with me for years. And so I thought, oh, well, that's all I am is just a pretty face. My body sucks, you know? And so that stuck with me through my 20s too. And of course, after I had my my kid too. But then I lost a whole bunch of weight um, around when my son was around like three years old because we weren't married yet. I wasn't married to to his dad yet. And so I lost all this weight for the wedding. And that was like the best. I was the most fit. I yeah. was 147. Is that when you did CrossFit and all that CrossFit. stuff? I was CrossFit. I was a Zumba instructor. I weighed 147 and I felt good and I looked good and felt good in my clothes. And I feel like that was me feeling confident on the outside, but yeah. definitely not on the inside. Mm. So even so though I, I had the look on the outside, still mentally. Wow. I was not confident. I wasn't there yet. It wasn't until I hit my 30s where I'm like, screw it. This is me. This is how God made me. And I love me. So do you think your mental came into play with your confidence in physically, your like physically in your body? When you came to that point in your 30s that you said like, oh, here I am. Mm -hmm. Like mentally you, you, you stepped into that. Yeah. In my, once I hit 30. Hmm. I finally stepped into mentally. I was like, okay. Well, that wasn't too long ago, babe. <laughs> well, I'm 34. Okay. Wow. Wow. <laughs> I'm almost 35. Yeah. I it, Almost. You're still, you still got quite a bit I'm to get there. You, so it, it, you're it, more closer it, to 33. It took a still. while. And I feel like if I could give any young woman advice is to step into that confident confidence as early as possible. Like yeah. love who you are. Look at yourself in the mirror, do daily affirmations, whatever you need to do to get your mind to think, "Man, I love me." You know. That's huge. It is. Cuz a lot of times we have people in our lives that'll speak 
down to us. Oh my gosh. And I or have, they'll say I've stuff about your body or they'll say stuff about your personality or they'll say stuff about the way mm-hmm. you look or what you dress or or the way you dress, not yeah, what you dress. But but one person's comment or one oh, person's yeah. opinion, set you back it can set time. you back, but you shouldn't because that's one person out of how many? Yeah. Out of way many more, right? Because I'm sure all your life you've been told, oh my gosh, you're so beautiful. Um, but a couple people have yeah. said things and you're mentally you're like, yeah. oh, well, I'm fat or I'm yeah. this or I don't look whatever. You know? Right. And um, I think part of it also is because I, I'm an emotional eater. I know a lot of women out there are emotional eaters, right? The ones that are, who are, who stress and lose weight, I envy them. I'm like, man, I wish I could lose weight when I'm stressed because I feel like I'm stressed (laughs) all the time sometimes lately. And, and no, I will eat my stress and I'm like, oh, I'm going to have an ice cream. Oh, I'm going to have hot Cheetos. I'm going to have this. And so, you know, growing up, I, I apparently was always eating snacks and doing this and you know that became a not really much of a confidence booster because I was stuffing my face yeah uh but you I grew out of that like yeah I like to eat who doesn't like to eat I mean I like to eat it's one of the things that I love about you is that we love food (laughs) and good food (laughs) uh but now because I'm more emotionally aware of who I am and my triggers. I'm like, okay, I'm feeling this way because of this. I know it will pass. Like it's just a bad day or a bad moment. Yeah. Um, I think you just learn that with time and age and practicing mental practices, talking to yourself. I do that a lot. I talk to myself internally. <laughs> um, but yeah, the whole eating thing, that kind of got me stuck to where I wasn't confident for many years too. Mm. Especially when you have comments, people telling you like, are you sure you want to wear that? Because, or, you know, I think that's enough cake or don't, you know what I mean? Like when you hear those kind of comments growing up, you just ate or you just had, you just had a snack. Are you really going to eat another one? Right. It kind of messes with that. that And your confidence, your your head. Mm hmm. And then now I look back at pictures and I'm like, wow, I looked good. Like I was banging. And now, I mean, I still feel good, but I want to fit into that dress or that size or, you know, but it's cool. You know, for me now, as I'm older, it's more of a health thing, right? It's not more of like, how can I look the best on the outside, but more is, am I healthy? Yeah, am you're, not, I, you're not trying to attract attention from everybody else right, the way you I look. Right, I got my boot. You, you're just trying to yes, feel yeah. comfortable in I want to feel comfortable in my clothes, more comfortable than I am now. I want to make sure I live long enough to meet my grandbabies. I want to make sure I'm here yeah. for my son and your kids. Like, I want to be here. Yeah. And, uh, so that's one of the things that I'm focused on now is more my health because a few years ago I was told I was pre-diabetic and diabetes runs in my family. Mm. So I'm this year is, that's why this year I decided I wasn't really going to drink that much and I'm going to focus. Well, you pretty much stopped it. I mean, yeah, yeah. Once in a long, once well, in a rare blue occasion, I have a drink or two, yeah. but it's. I'm just making changes. Yeah. You know, I'm drinking more water. I'm actually eating breakfast yeah. <laughs> and stuff like that. Taking vitamins. I don't take yeah. vitamins. I started taking those recently. So, you know, just making those small changes for my health more so than my looks. Because, yeah. man, I learned, if anything, mm. in my lifetime, I've learned that health uh, is very valuable. Yeah. You know, health can can be expensive too. But if you take care yeah. of yourself, you know, I guess um, what's the word I would be? What am I trying to say? That health is um, uh, I can't remember the word. It's I just left a blank. But basically, you know how people chase lots of people love to chase money, mm-hmm. but for me at the age and the stage that I'm at and everything I've experienced in life, for me, it's, I want, I'd rather chase health because you can't have money without your health. True. You know, you got to still be here on earth to, yeah. 
to gain everything else and see the longevity yeah yeah that's does that good. make sense it does it yeah. does i like it that's and i confidence. love your confidence baby thank you love it it's Thanks. so sexy <laughs> it is it is much. no it, it it is i mean it and of course when i say that i think you like you know, seeing you naked and the bedroom and all that wow, stuff. Wow, we're but, going there. <laughs> but that that's huge. That's mm-hmm. huge. If in the place that you and I connect the most and that mm-hmm. we're probably the closest that we can get to each other, that is massive. I mean, mm-hmm. for, for me, it, it it's beautiful because I see you in that situation and when we are in that situation – like you're here I am baby like yeah it it I I'm on a playground and I'm <laughs> going to <through. laughs> oh my gosh but no it is it does it, it makes a big difference your confidence in that whole situation oh, I mean yeah. it makes it so much more enjoyable and so much more exciting and so much more um I'm trying to be safe with my words. Uh-huh. Yeah. Yeah. I but yes, tell. I mean it it's it's a big it's a big turn on. It is and it turns me so on. So confidence, it's, like, it's a turn on, ladies. Mm-hmm. So turn that confidence up. Even fake it till you make it. For Valentine's Day, <clears throat> I came home and I had been home earlier in the day and I left her some stuff but I, I made her a little period box and stuff. And when I came a home. PMS box. Yeah. Well, what I call it? A pe- period box? It's a box? period box, but yes. <laughs> but um, I got home from work. I had got off of work and I was like, I'm going to surprise her with this. Well, she surprised me. <laughs> with hardly anything. Oh, yeah. You didn't have anything on oh. when I walked in the <laughs> oh, door. that's what you're talking yeah. about. Yeah. I thought you were talking about the chocolate it's covered like, strawberry. It's hey, like, babe. I'm like, wow. <laughs> Anyways. Wow. I literally thought you were talking about the chocolate covered No, and I recorded this whole thing because I was... <laughs> Devaray told me, record it, get her on. I want to see her reaction. Me too. Me too. And I, oh my gosh. gosh. Okay, I remember. Yeah. And she's, even I had my phone and I was recording. You thought she would have been like, oh no, (laughs) run away. No, she was just like, hey baby, here I am. Happy Valentine's Day. Well, he gets home from work with my PMS box. He wanted to record my reaction. And I greet him at the door. With no clothes. (laughs) It was awesome. Well, I was like, and then I got caught on. I was like, are you recording? I was like, babe, I'm naked. Oh, yeah. (laughs) And what does she do? She walks, she grabs her box, walks to the kitchen. Yeah, she was like that for quite a while. I think you were going to share that. Look at, you always make me teary eyed when we talk. (laughs) Hey, it's real. It's real and raw. You know, (sighs) we were real and raw last week. Now it's your turn. (laughs) (laughs) Wow. No, but Uh, I I love your confidence. I love that, that the fact that you carry yourself in that way. And it's a big turn on. It's, so you wouldn't date somebody no. that didn't have confidence? Me neither. No, no, because I've I've met girls prior to when I would um, like I'd go I've there for a while I was dating and I would meet someone and talk to them and like you talk to them first meeting them you know hey how are you how's your day how's everything going da 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 you know you got all this small talk and then you ask them you know hey can I take you out to dinner and they're like yeah yeah I guess you know yeah we can go. But when you're sitting across from someone Ooh, and you're talking like that. to that person, yeah. then like you really see their confidence in themselves. Mm-hmm. Like I remember the first, um, well, you and I kind of went in and had tacos and stuff, but like we didn't, we didn't ever have to get into that point to like where we had to really meet each other for the first time. Right. When we started like having that attraction mm-hmm. and, and, dating each other in a sense but like i you've always been i mean i've i've never seen you at a place where you were like oh you know i don't know where where you didn't show never? confidence no because even in the times that you were struggling with some emotional stuff because lo- losing chris and in that part of things you were still confident in who you were yeah 
like you were struggling through the loss, but you were never. I know. I know who I am. Yeah, you you were always confident in who you were. You knew who you were as a person. You knew who you were as a child of God. You knew who you were as a wife. You knew who you were like in all those areas as a mother. And like, there's so many women that just they they're not confident in if any of them, you Mm -hmm. know. So yeah. Makes, and, and I'm sure you've experienced the same thing. That was the other question I was going to ask you. Have you ever have you ever dated someone that had low self esteem or didn't have confidence? <laughs> well, I, when I think back, there's only one person. You don't have to say names. <laughs> you don't want to. They'll mm, well, they'll know who they are. I think, but okay, yeah. There's been one, and this person. There. They weren't that confident. They would get jealous if I talked to a guy. Like, perfect example. We were at a, at a club celebrating a birthday. But um, I was so tired. First of all, I wore the wrong shoes, of course. I was also pregnant mm-hmm. with Carter. And I... I was so tired, but it was packed. There was like nowhere to sit, nowhere at all to sit. Uh, and, you know, being pregnant in the first trimester, you're always tired. You want to sleep. Okay. Well, there was finally one seat that opened up. So I took it. I just sat down with strangers. <laughs> I mean, it was like a bench. It wasn't like a table yeah. or anything. Um, but the guy that was next to me had was already there. And he started talking to me. And... I don't know. I don't even know what it was, the conversation was about. It was about nothing, really. Um, plus, I was there with um, my son's dad, right? So, but he got jealous because this guy was talking to me, even though I didn't start the conversation and I was just tired and I wanted to sit down. So, those kind of moments, you know, were, though I can't control who talks to me. Yeah. You know, but but that's coming from someone, in my opinion, who had a low self-esteem at the time, who wasn't as confident. And, you know, and that was also early 20s, of course. Yeah. Well, I think actually I was 19 at the time, 1920. And so, you know, it was. And you were in a club? I was in a club. At 19? Yeah. 20? It was, it was an 18 and over club. Oh, okay. <laughs> I was going to call you out. In El Paso, Texas. Because we don't got, we don't have 18 and over clubs in Albuquerque. No. So, just no alcohol. Or, yeah. 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 I mean, back in that Dancing. time, yeah, there was more. Now it's different. But so, yeah. So that was just one example. But, you know, and, and, and people with low self-esteem like that and lack of confidence, they'll question you. And they'll ask you, like, if you're looking at your phone for too long, like, oh, who's that? Yeah. Or who are you texting? Or if you put your phone face down, they're, like, want you to put it up. And they want to have all your passwords. And, and, and it's because they're not confident in themselves. They have a low self-esteem. And so they that's how it comes out, at least from my experience. So, yes, I've dated one. <laughs> I'm not trying to talk bad about my child's father, you know, because I think he's a great dad and a great person. But that was my experience in my 20s with him is is that he needed that confidence boost and a higher self-esteem, you know. And you can tell because when you're with someone, with anyone, like your partner, you can tell they have certain mannerisms that make them seem like they're not confident. Like if they're self-conscious about their arms or something, they might wear long sleeves or if they don't like their ears, they'll wear a hat all the yeah. time and cover yeah. their ears or, you know what I mean? Like you see these things yeah. in them, it, it, even though it doesn't bother you. It usually you. stands out when someone does that. Have you ever dated anyone else that didn't have confidence? Like that you noticed and you're like, no, no. No, no. actually, no, I have not. That was the only one. I don't. Yeah. I haven't been with anyone else that have has not been confident. Yeah. Usually, when you're walking in confidence, you're going to attract that person that is confident. You will. So. 
That is right. When you walk in confidence, you attract confidence. Because when I think back telling you that the person, like when I was, when I had dated someone, I didn't even date them. I took them out on a date. I had just started getting to the point to where I was more confident in myself because I had I had a low self-esteem. I was told I wasn't a good husband. I was told I wasn't a good father. I was told all, all yes. this stuff, right? So I was carrying that thinking, I'm a failure. I'm, a mis- I'm miserable. I must not know how to do this, this, and this, you know. Mm-hmm. So when I finally started getting to that point of like, no, that's not true. I am a good father. I am a good husband. I, you know, and I, I know those things and I believed it mm-hmm. because I know I started to walk in that confidence. And then when I had met someone, it like, it stood out. I was like, mm, no. Yeah. So. So what's another reason you wouldn't date someone? Um, Someone who's selfish. Someone who's not a good listener. I've had that. I've, I've. Do you think I'm a good listener? You are. You're a really good sometimes listener. Sometimes I feel like I could do better. Mm, sometimes, once in a long while, but most, like, ninety six percent of the time, <laughs> like okay, you're, you're it. very, you're, you're very intentional in when you're listening. When, a lot of times, like, we'll, we'll have conversation. If we're doing something, we're gonna start talking. Like you're on your phone or you're doing something. You'll. You put it down and you listen to me. That's a huge thing. You know, when I start talking to you about something or I'm starting to share something about, you know, my day or what happened or what, what I feel, like you'll you'll hear me out. Yeah, so someone that has like shows arrogance, I don't I don't like that. Hmm. Confidence dated, is one you've thing. You've dated arrogance. someone that was arrogant? Yeah. So all they do is talk about themselves. Yeah. They're better than everyone else. Their friends are always lower than them. Everyone's lower than them. Wow. People in their jobs are lower than them. I'm why like, are why do they even have friends? I don't a lot, you know and that's something that I think of too is like I don't think you have real friends if you're that type of person. I think right. people that level. are around you are either there to self-gratify or just to make themselves feel make good. Make themselves feel good because they think you're the popular person or, hmm. you know, because there's, there's some people like that. They're, they think they're the life of the party and they, where they go, they're like everything, you know. And there's people that do follow people like mm-hmm. that. Because they think they're a certain way, everyone else is like, oh my gosh. And I'm like, no. No, thank you. It's like, people who keep friends on Facebook for the likes and comments, even though they don't even talk to them in real life. Yeah. And then behind, behind everybody's back, they've always got something to say to belittle or to put right. those people down, you know? So, yeah, I, I don't like arrogance either. Yeah. It's destructive. Um, other reasons I have not dated someone, of course, you know, in my, 20s or even before that is if they're too short <laughs> like i'm five two and a half and so i'm already short mm-hmm. so definitely wouldn't date anybody shorter than me but i want to still be short even in my heels so you gotta be tall enough for me to wear heels <laughs> that was a thing for me and now I don't even wear heels. So just, yeah, mean, you do. No, it's rare. It's you I don't got wear, those five inch heels. Ooh, but back in the day, I'd wear them all the time. And now I'm like, okay, how many hours I gotta wear these? Okay, I'm gonna pack these flats. <laughs> how far are we walking? <laughs> We're driving, right? Where are you gonna park at? <laughs> I plan. We're just it. walking from the car to the restaurant, right? <laughs> <laughs> if it's gonna be a long night of standing and dancing, uh, like I'm definitely packing cute flats because. We're yeah. not at the age. We're at the age where we have to preserve our feet. I'm at that age. <laughs> I'm all about comfort, but also style at the same time. And some heels are just can't True. provide both. But you can, yes, you so, pull it off, so that's another reason why women won't date someone is they don't have the height. But I feel like 
if they just got that out of their mentality, like, oh, they have to be taller than me, they would probably find a really good man because their soulmate or their life partner might be someone who's a little bit shorter or the same height, you know, and, and they're losing out on a whole group of men, men because they don't want to date someone who is as tall or shorter. I think a lot of people miss out on finding good companions or yes, good spouses good or good partners because of whatever their the situation list. is. Oh my gosh, their list. Height's not just the only thing. A lot of a lot of times it's so it's so vain. It is. Know? They have to make a certain amount of money. They have to have a certain type of job. Mm. They have to have a car. They have to own a house. They have to you know, there's a lot of things that women and men look for. Yeah. They can't have any kids. Well, guess what? Everybody, pretty much almost everyone has kids or is divorced. Yeah. It's hard to find It's hard to very find rare to find someone in their 30s who's never been married and has no kids. It's rare. Yeah. You know? So, I mean, if you find them, man, they're a gem. You better keep them because, I mean, they're around. It's just really rare. Just like it's rare to find someone who's still a virgin. Yeah. You know? So those are a dime a dozen. I'm just saying. Yeah. No, that's true. So those are just some things like on a woman's list. Like for me, yeah, it was a height thing. But, you know, I didn't care what you did for a living as long as you had a job. As long as you can hold a job down, you know, for longer than two months. Just have that drive. Yeah. And not ha- not be jumping from job to job like oh I'm gonna do this this year and this next because Cons- a woman a woman wants consistency and security like yeah. if she sees that if she meets you and you're like working but then two months later you quit or you get fired and then you have another job and then again another six months and then that is not stable that mm-hmm. does not provide that security and stability. And consistency that a woman needs in a relationship. So that's a red flag for me. I was I would be like, nope, can't. Well, I think if you see people, if there's if there's certain habits that you have in your life that show up in one area, I feel those habits show up in other areas mm-hmm. as well. If you're not giving your all and your best in the small things that you do. You're not going to give your all and your no. best in the big things that you do. Mm-mm. Like I've, I've one, one of my, that's one of my pet peeves too is when, when, like when I get a job, I stay at a job. Like I think most of my jobs that I've been at, one of the first jobs I, I had, I was there for nine and a half years. Mm-hmm. And then I went to another one. I was there for a year. And then my next one was like five or six years. Yeah. And then, you know, so I try to put longevity in a job because by doing that, not only does it look great on your resume, but yes. it also, you get a chance to learn things. If you're jumping from one place to another, to another, to another, to another, you don't really ever build yourself in those areas. You're just right. constantly, you know, searching. I've known people that have you done that. You in, don't become good at one thing. No, you become okay in several things. Yeah. Yeah, I yeah. agree. Yeah, it's um, crazy. Like as long as you have a job, right? Even if you are at least try, you haven't figured out what you want to do yet. But you have a job and you don't quit that job until you find another one. I feel like that that is even okay. It's like, okay, yeah. they're responsible enough that they're going to find a job first before leaving their current one so that there's no... Well, yeah. yeah, in a lot of that sense, too, you're not just living off of emotion. Mm-hmm. So many people make so many decisions off of just emotions yeah. that you throw so much away. Like when one of my jobs that I got into, when I stepped into it, it wasn't in a place of position. It wasn't in a place of authority. It wasn't in a place of anything. It was a basic, you're hired, here's your <laughs> hourly rate, you're going to make $8 an hour, eight fifty an hour. And, you know, I did that, I think, for almost two years, even though I had a degree in, in um, like, marketing, mm-hmm. but I couldn't find a job in that. But because I stayed, like, a year in, eight months in, I could have easily said, oh, they ain't going to, 
there's no way I'm going to move up in this. I'm not going to get this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to jump to something else. Mm -hmm. And I probably could have at that time. In fact, I could have because someone came in and offered me a job because they said, oh, you've got great customer service. You're really good with people. Would you want to come work with us? I'm like, no. And which glad I didn't because then after that time that I had stayed there, when I did get promoted, like I got promoted, I got promoted, I got promoted, Mm -hmm. I got promoted, and then I got up into the management and like it made a big difference. But if I went to had that longevity, then that would have been, I would have missed out on a lot. Yeah. And I got a lot of experience from it. Mm-hmm. So. Well, uh, other reasons. What are other reasons that you wouldn't date someone? Um, from a man's perspective. Besides the obvious stuff, like someone who's like on drugs and all crazy. I know, right? A violent past or is violent. Not even a violent past, but someone who's you violent. You obviously would date someone with kids. Some people, I would. Some people won't. Yeah. No, I. I don't. I don't see that as a turnoff. I don't see that as a, a bad thing. I don't think I've ever seen that as a, like but I love. I people, love like, children. I have friends that say I, I would prefer them to not have kids. Yeah. Well, I think some some people in that mindset, depending where you want to go and what you're trying to do, or mm-hmm. if you just want all that a focus and attention just on you, and you don't want to share that with anybody, I can see it in that sense. But Some people don't want to raise other people's kids. That that is hard. That is difficult. You know, because they're that is difficult. A, I've done that. They're before. a bonus parent. They're going to be an extra pair of hands, and you know, and living with the child too. So they don't want anything to do with that. Yeah, I think you have to take into consideration, like when you and I started dating. I knew you had Carter. Mm-hmm. I mean, that wasn't like a surprise. Like, oh, you got a yeah. son? You know, I already knew of him. But I didn't know before before I knew you knew you, like when we started hanging out and stuff, like I didn't know about Carter's dad. I didn't know how who how he had in his life. He was he involved in his life? Is he a is he a good dad or is he a dad that doesn't show up? Is he a dad that takes care of his son or is he a dad that makes promises and doesn't do it? Because I've been in that relationship. Right. And oh my gosh, it was Oh, I know you're It was a competition. It was like constantly like well, you're you're supposed to be like I don't know. It just it was it was a mess. Like yeah. I could never feel that position. Not that I ever wanted to feel that position or tried to feel that position. I knew that I could have been a support in that position, but I was never seen as that. It was like, well, that's their dad. Mm-hmm. Like, yeah, it was crazy. See, but for then me, with- it was important. It is important to be with someone who understood that, hey, I have Carter 50% of the time. His dad has him the other 50%. And we alternate every other week. He's very much involved. Like, I have to talk to him from time to time. Like, we talk maybe... Yeah. Once a week, sometimes just yeah. every couple of weeks, just to because Carter's schedule sometimes mm-hmm. changes and stuff like that. But you know, he was a big part of my life, he's still a part of Carter's life. I would like to say that we are friends, yeah. right? Yeah. And 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 I have no problem with that. We have history, yes, right? It's no longer like a romantic one, it's more like, hey, how are you doing? You doing okay? Like, because as the father of my child, like I want him to be good. I want him to succeed. I want him to be healthy. Like Carter has to see him 50% of the time. And I want him to see that his dad is doing well too. You know, I don't want him to see his dad differently. Yeah. So that is important to me. And, and you see that and you don't even care which is awesome because you understand the relationship yeah. whereas other people might be jealous or take it as a threat a threat like oh but see you and I are married and we know what that means to us we made a covenant before god and we hold that high and other people might not see it that way right and and to me it's like uh uh-uh, uh Mary you got nothing to worry about baby yeah no well, and the thing is, you show that. Like, you show that to me. Mm-hmm. Like, I have no... there. I, I I never have second thoughts or or doubts on anything of that. Yeah. 
Like I and I love Manny. I think he's awesome. I've I've always been impressed with how he is as a father, yeah. and I love that he's involved with with Carter, and I love that he's um, supportive to you mm-hmm. in that sense. Like you guys have a really good relationship. Mm-hmm. Those are things I think that I've I've always wanted, but I've never had right. in a sense. Like now now I do with Elijah. Mm-hmm. And and his mom, yeah. like we have a really good relationship where we oh, yeah, we like take her. care of him, and we we focus on on him as right. as a as a you know we understand that it's going to benefit him that if we have a healthy relationship that health it goes to him because he kids. doesn't see that yeah. that disengagement or he doesn't see us arguing and fighting right. like her and I haven't had a disagreement yeah. in and you forever, know what I really so. like, love is that you have that relationship with her where you guys can text and call and talk and and it's fine and you know it's always about elijah but you guys have history too and and i like that we we all went to lunch together like me you and elijah's mom went to go eat and she was like welcome to team elijah i was like thanks and you know because you know elijah is 10 years old and he has down syndrome yeah so he has special needs and and you know i just wanted to learn a little bit more and of course Moms always know more than dads. Sorry, baby, but they do. <laughs> okay, she. I think she knows them a little bit better. Um, but it was nice to meet her, to introduce myself, and like yeah. get to know like how she is as a mom and and how she do does things in her household yeah. um, versus how we do things in our household. Yeah. And I and you know there were some similarities, like you know how to get him to do his homework. He doesn't like doing his yeah. homework and stuff like that, and you know. Uh, that snapping thing does work. I tried it. <laughs> she was like, oh, just snap. He will know he needs to get on it. I was like, okay. And so, and it works. Like, so, yeah. you know, it's just really nice to have that kind of relationship with the other parent. Yeah. And I'm glad you have that with at least his mom and that we have it with Carter's dad because there's no reason to to not have a relation, a good relationship for the kids. Yeah. You know, we can go to Carter's football games and basketball games and track meets and sit with his dad and all be fine. And, and I think it's important for Carter to see that too. You know, like my parents are divorced, but they're still really good friends. Yeah. And, and they have been throughout pretty much my whole, you know, growing up years and to today. So I, I saw that healthy relationship between two divorced parents and so for me i don't know anything else like the whole hating each other like what you have with your your first ex-wife i was like i don't understand that at all you know because that's not how what i grew up with yeah and it's it's healthy whenever you do have that good relationship for the child because they don't they're not raised with all these issues and problems yeah. and questions and mm-hmm. like with my 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 like christian and desiree and joshua's mom like we don't have like i i, I know i haven't talked to her and i wouldn't probably talk to her um i think the last time i had to have a discussion with her is when our divorce was like finally coming to an end and that was it like and that was oh my gosh I don't know how many years ago I know. how many years back but a long um, time <laughs> but um you know but there's a lot of bad stuff there right. just like when so, when someone is is being purely evil or purely deceiving and manipulative and all this stuff on that it's end, hard to have a relationship you can't with I mean them. you can't yeah. you can't make any of that. No matter what you do, you can't make that right. Right. Until that person it takes decides. both that, of you to so, want to have the good relationship yeah, with Yeah, and when you look at, like, yours and Manny's relationship, like, yeah, stuff happened between you guys. Your, 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 your relationship fell apart mm-hmm. in a sense is, like, your love relationship, but your parenting relationship has never. Right like broken from what I understand. Like no. you guys have always kept that oh, focus. Yeah. Like in why? Because you want your son to come up well with no like mind even, issues and all these things. Oh, yeah, even doubting through, and, like the first three, four years of our divorce, which were a little, I wouldn't say we were friends at that time. Yeah. <laughs> we were kind of like back and forth fighting yeah. over Carter and stuff. But 
Um, but even then, we were still, it was Carter first, his best interest. We were on the same page when it came to, awesome. to raising him, regardless yeah. of how we felt. So, um, But yeah, those are just some things to think about if you want to date someone who has kids or if you're thinking about dating someone who has kids. Is there's a lot of things that go into that. Yeah. And you have to make sure that you want to date someone like that. So... You know, well, like, and it's if it's going to affect your children. It's going to mm-hmm. affect that relationship with your children too. So, yeah, that's something that you do have to really consider and say, you know, hey, if there is if there is those issues of that person feels threatened or that person feels jealous or that person feels mm-hmm. certain feelings of it, what, why, why do you feel that way? Because I know with you and me, like you give me every reason to not doubt you once like i've i've never had any mm. question of anything that you, you do never will when you talk and i like you you i i know throughout the, the week you have questions or not questions but you guys have conversation stuff and mm-hmm. i don't I, I don't have to but i, always I don't sit there thinking like well, what'd you talk about and what'd you do where were like, you oh, what so did? i talked to manny today this yeah. is what he said and talked about this and yeah like i have nothing to hide i make sure you know everything yeah and there's a big difference when you're willing to share that information. Mm-hmm. And like, even just like the way where, like you said earlier, like sometimes when you're with a person who's jealous and controlling in that sense, like they want to see your phone. They want to know who you talk to. Let me see your text message. Let me do mm-hmm. this. Let me do that. Like, and we're in that space where we have that open, but it's never been because like, I don't trust you. It's like, yeah. I don't have anything to hide, you know, mm-hmm. here you, you, you know how to get in my phone. You know how to check yep. everything. You you you've got my location where I'm at throughout the day. And I know. Yeah, I got yours. You know, but you can't it's surprise not me anymore. It's not something that. <laughs> yes, I can. Turn off that GPS. We'll see. <laughs> Just kidding. But it it is it 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 brings a lot of health and yeah. You, know, you want you want your family unit to be healthy, mm-hmm. and we have that, and I love it. We do. I love it too. I like it a lot. And you make things fun. That's actually one of the things that made you dateable, by the way. It was that you're fun and exciting and you just, you're always so silly and goofy. And oh my gosh, I can't tell you, like, you have made me laugh so much (laughs) in the past year and (laughs) four months. (laughs) In the past year and four months. I have not laughed as much as I have this past year and four months. Like, for real. <laughs> I mean, to the point where, of course, I've peed my pants. I've cried laugh. Like, more than once. I mean, that was what made you really dateable to me is is your sense of humor. Yeah. And you're just so easygoing. And I like that. Yeah. You bring, like, this um, peace and calmness. I don't feel like I'm walking around eggshells with you. Yeah, and you shouldn't have to feel that way. I feel you know? comfortable. I didn't. I, can I be didn't, myself. And you I should be, be loud and crazy if I want to. And she is. <laughs> I um. I at work today. There's a, a lady that I work with that's in our our advertising department, but she's from another city, so she's she's from Rio Rancho. Well, we had training today. And when I was walking in through our lobby, like there's a really big lobby in our area. So it's like this huge place and I'm walking through and she's walking out and I, I tell her hi. I was like, hi, how are you? How are you doing? She's like, oh my gosh, Jeremy, how are you? <laughs> she's like, I just heard, I just heard. And I'm like, I heard what'd what? you hear? <laughs> like, what did you, what are you excited about? Cause I want to know. She's like, you got married. <laughs> like she's trying to be quiet about it. Like, oh my gosh, you got you got married, you know. And I'm like, yeah, yeah, I did, I did. That's so. Funny. And she's like, oh my gosh, I'm so excited for you. She goes, so the picture you have on your t- your screen, that's your wife. And I was like, yeah, that's her. Oh my gosh, she's so beautiful. That is oh my god, hilarious. And she's asking like, how's marriage? How's this? When how's was that? This? this morning, I forgot to tell you. Yeah, you did. And um. That's funny. That's so you. I'm I'm telling her like she's saying, "How's marriage? Are you enjoying it?" I was like, "Oh my gosh!" I said, "Susan, I love it. Like it. I I really do. Aww. Like 
I love being married. I love that I have the spouse that I have. I love how she treats me. I love how she loves me. And she's I like, love being married and, too. And she's, she's like, oh my gosh. that's Because I've kind of shared a little bit with yeah. her in the past when I first started mm-hmm. and stuff. And so she's like, I'm so happy for you. Oh my gosh, I'm so happy for you. And she's like, how did you meet her? <laughs> and I was like, oh my gosh, Susan. I was like, that's long a long story. story. I was like, I won't go there. I was like, I, I can't tell you the whole thing, but um the the one thing i did get to is like you know i kind of shared how how our relationship started and that that your husband that chris was a good friend of mine and that we had gotten to and she had said oh man she goes how how is that how was that and i said it's it's been tough Mm -hmm. i said but you know what one of the the things that covers all this and makes it all go away like every little negative thing the people not everyone accepts what we've done not everyone supports us there's some people that are close to us that we thought would be standing strong with us and they're not and there's other people that were further away and they came close and Mm -hmm. like they're standing with us i said but the most beautiful thing is like i've talked to family and like i'm not and i don't even approach them like they approach me and they they come and tell me (laughs) Like even even in El Paso, when we were out there this this past weekend, one of um, your family friends, the wife had came up and she goes, Jeremy, thank you so much. She's like, thank you. Thank you so much. And I'm like, thank you for what? What are you thanking me for? I didn't do nothing, you know. And and one of the beautiful things that it just makes my heart so happy is she goes, look at your wife. And I look out and on the dad's floor and of course Jell's Jell's doing her thing and she's all being herself and dancing. She goes, I haven't seen her like that. She goes, I have not seen her like that before. Yeah. And I'm like, wow, that's awesome. That's beautiful. And I've been told that like a c- couple times when we were in LA, your aunt, yeah. uh, yeah, aunt Julie, aunt Julie told me that. Cause I can. And cause... she said the same thing. She's like, thank you for. Thank you for treating my my niece so well. Thank you for loving her. Because thank you for can... taking care of her. Thank you for doing this and that. She goes, uh-huh. thank you for, and one of the things that they always say, thank you for allowing her to be who she is uh-huh. and not changing her. Yes, because I I am comfortable around you and I feel like I can be myself. Yeah. I can too. Unrestricted. Definitely ourselves. Unedited. Uncut. <clears throat> all of the above. Yeah. Wouldn't have it any other way, baby. I know. Yes, it's a it's a really big deal when you can be a hundred percent yourself. Like yeah. you know, a lot of people hide who they are um in front of people, but then they're a different person behind closed doors. That's not me. I, I don't like to do that. I don't like to be someone at home and someone else in public. I can't I just can't do that. Yeah. Um you know, there's been times in my life where I've been, I've, I have felt like I had to tone myself down to, to accommodate people that I was hanging out with or accommodate the crowd or whatever. Um, I don't like that. It, it didn't make me feel good that I had to tone myself down for someone. Well, you feel suppressed. You feel like you can't be yourself. Yeah. You feel like you're kind of bottled up and you trying to break out, you know, um, out of your shell that you've been <laughs> shut in. Well, you ain't got no shell no more, <laughs> baby. You ain't no turtle, that's for sure. No, I ain't. I'm a butterfly. <laughs> <laughs> Flying free. Oh, man. I so- think we're still recording. I hope. So we want to thank you guys for once again joining in to us mm-hmm. with Turning the Page with Jer. And Jell. And don't forget, like, subscribe, comment, Give us some feedback, guys. Let us know what you guys think about this, if it's uh, being supportive towards you and, you and know, being helpful. And I would really like to know what is your one deal breaker or one thing that you would think about. We all have them. See you next week. <laughs>